Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Alan, um, what would your comfort level be playing out uh, the final year of your contract? How would that uh, How would that sit with you? I mean, uh, again, that's not uh, in my control if I, if I don't, you know. So at the end of the day, obviously controlling what I can. I mean, would that be a possibility? Um, then, I mean, that's... That, that that is what it is, you know. I'm comfortable with that. I mean, obviously that's a possibility. So, I mean that that's fine. It is what it is, you know. Like I said before, um, my main focus right now is just continuing to be better, continue to get better. Allen Robinson, Bears receiver, for at least another year. Not more than that. No deal. Franchise tag. That's how he's playing this season. Welcome in. Welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Rody with you. Saturday Suckage and joining us, joining us on the Scores Hotline. The hotline is presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. And we welcome back senior NFL insider for the score and Ubermacher for Shaw Media. His name is Hub Arkish. Hub, thanks for joining us today. How are you doing? I am doing fine. I just love being an Ubermacher. So, you know, it's a, it's a good way to go. It's setting the bar high. So, Allen Robinson playing out the franchise tag, that's a better price for the Bears, not as good a deal as Allen Robinson wanted. There's been, I've seen nothing to indicate that that's going to change what he does or how he goes about it. And I don't know why, how come everybody except the Bears think Allen Robinson is worth more and a greater commitment. Are we missing something or do you, what are the bears thinking that's different from the way we're looking at it from the outside? You know, Steve, I, I don't think that the bears don't agree that he's worth more. I think they know he is actually more is kind of relative too, because uh, with a longer term deal, he would cost much less against the cap uh, this year. And so you really always have to move along two tracks with this. A, how much total money are you guaranteeing it? That's something that they don't want to do right now. Uh, but B, how are you affecting your salary cap this year? They could have helped the cap by getting a long-term deal done. So uh, I think what it comes down to is that you got a guy who, even though uh, you know he's been healthy ever since that ACL, he's going into his eighth year in the league. He's only 27, I think, still 28, I think, when the, I think his birthday is in August. But um, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you're right. Allen Robinson is going to give you 101% of Allen Robinson, whether he's got the contract or not. So you're safe in that regard. And apparently they made the decision that they didn't want to come out of this season in the same kind of salary cap hell uh, 
that they were in coming into this season, you know, when it cost them players like Kyle Fuller. So, uh, you know, avoiding that longer term commitment and avoiding any dead money is helpful to them. It, it, it's a, you know, it, it's kind of an equation that they're trying to figure out. And I'm not sure that there's a right or a wrong answer here. Uh, but because it's Robinson, it, it really allows them to, to take this chance. With another player, you might not want to try this. Um, but I think Mark will probably agree with me that, that with Allen Robinson, you can feel pretty comfortable that you know, you're going to get what you need, uh, even though he didn't get the contract. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially since he is probably going to be a free agent next year. So as we all know, it's human nature for any athlete in any sports to have a little bit of extra juice when they're going into what they expect to be a free agent season. But I, I guess... I guess I shouldn't assume that the Bears could put the transition tag on him again, but they probably wouldn't do that, would they, Hub? Yeah, I don't think having franchised him this year that they can transition him next year, but they could franchise him again. That means that they would pay the franchise value That's what I meant. plus That's what I meant. a ten percent yeah. surplus. Yeah, um, but but I think where where the fans kind of get lost on this, guys, is that. I think there's a reasonable chance that they will do a longer-term deal next year. I think the other part that, that we're ignoring here is that, you know, we saw the salary cap go down this year precipitously, and that's what caused their salary cap problem. It could go down again next year. Uh, there, there's a lot of balancing of the books to do based on how much money was lost due to the pandemic last year. We don't know what total football revenue will be this year, although obviously it'll be a lot better since they're planning on packing those stadiums and getting back all that game day revenue and, and you know, the ticket revenue. Um, but at the end of the day, there's also the uncertainty of the salary cap. It, it seems likely that the league lost a lot more money last year than basically the $600 million that they saved uh, by lowering the cap by about $20 million a team this year. So, um, you know, I think all of this is part of that equation. And, uh, you know, I feel bad for Allen Robinson because he's such a great young man. And if anybody deserved the 40 or $50 million guaranteed that he was looking for, it's him. Uh, but it came at the wrong time, and, and there's players all over the league going through the same thing he is right now. Talking with Hub Arkish, he is the Scores Senior Football Insider, and he's also the Uber Mocker for Shaw Media. We're talking Bears football here on the Score. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Grody. So, in your Shaw Media countdown, it was it was Eddie Jackson's turn, and I just us Alta Cockers can't help but go back to Mark Carrier and wonder what? if that's the way this goes. Old people, that's what it means. That's oh, Yiddish for oh, old people, you. Mark. Okay, um, so. Thank you. Please, can you reassure Bear fans that this is not Mark Carrier round two? You know, Steve, I'm not sure what you mean by Mark Carrier round two. Uh, he did have his best year in the NFL as a rookie. Uh, wasn't as good his second year, but then I, I, I want to say was a Pro Bowl alternate his third year. He, he had, you know, six, seven, eight good years for the Bears, so... Uh, maybe I'm such an altacock as a little early dimension so <laughs> <Forget it. laughs> well, what I what I what I meant was 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 re, you know the the rookie that you set the bar he set the bar right. that way looking at him and Carrier was the same way just such a ball hawk and he was going to change games and seasons and franchises and then it wasn't as good and he played with different players um, Eddie Jackson did and in different positions and then Getting back to what, with to, to philosophies, especially with Sean Desai, and resuming that game-changing ability. Yeah, I, I think that's certainly a fair comparison uh, with, with Mark. I think the difference here 
um, is that I think Mark's production was impacted a lot by the people around him. Uh, and, and in the case of Jackson, um, you know, I think some of this is impacted by the people around him. The pass rush has been uh, slightly more than half in 2019 and 2020 uh, of what it was in 2018. 2018, they ended up with 53 sacks. It was third best in the league. Uh, I want to say they've had 32 the last two years, and it's not just the sacks. It's the lack of constant pressure. Uh, that's what eliminates some of those ball-hawking opportunities. But that said, we can also look at the balls that have bounced off his hands, the times he's been in the wrong position. Uh, he was never an overly physical safety, but he was a very short tackler. His tackling hasn't been as good. His play has dropped off. And, and what's intriguing about it to me is I think a lot of people have this wrong. They just want to say, well, he got paid. His play actually started to drop off the second half of 2019. It wasn't just last year, and, and he got paid in spite of that and, and then didn't bounce back last year. So um, it is a little concerning. As far as we know, he's healthy. Um, again, here's another you know solid young man. I, I think he's aware of it. I don't think he's dodging it. Um, and it could be that, that having Sean Desai, who was his position coach you know, for the last uh, two years, now the defensive coordinator, and being responsible for orchestrating the way to get him more involved should be helpful. And I do expect the pass rush to be a lot better if Akeem Hicks is healthy. And I, I just believe Robert Quinn's going to be a better football player this year. I, I, you look at his career, and there was no predicting last year. There's no real explanation for it. I've talked to some people uh, who've told me some things off the record uh, about the young man. Nothing negative, but, but just kind of some personality quirks and traits that suggest that, that he was somebody who might have struggled a little bit more because of the pandemic conditions and, and switching cities, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so I think you're going to get a better year for Robert Quinn. And if Akeem Hicks is completely healthy and Eddie Goldman is back, that's a whole different front seven in front of Jackson. So I think there are real chances that he can get back to where he was uh, that second year. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to him. We've got to see if he can do it on the field. And, and Hub, if, if Eddie Goldman was not going to return, don't you think we would know by now? Well, normally, yes, Mark, but I think they were expecting him at minicamp. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, that's certainly, there was no promises he would be there, but we had the indication from talking to Matt a couple weeks before uh, minicamp that he was going to be there. We know he was in town. He was in the building, you know, and I think that's part yeah. of what surprised them so much. Um, so, uh, you know, Matt is again saying he expects him in, in, in minicamp. I do too. Uh, I don't know how uh, a, a young man, you know, with a chance to still make about, I think there's about 18 to 20 million left on that contract. Um, you know, you don't walk away from that, especially if you, if you like the game, there was never any indication that he didn't. Um, but you know, I, I can't get inside his head. So, uh, I would say that it, it's better than 50-50 uh, that he will be in camp, but I, I certainly won't be shocked if he's not based on what happened with minicamp. Well, and one other thing, Mike Florio was on the score, and he, he brought up just the most cynical thing I've ever heard, um, which means it's probably gone down, but he said something to the effect of, you know, players, you know, not that Eddie's going to do this, but the possibility exists that he he tr he comes to camp, he tries to get cut so he can make sure that he reclaims his his signing bonus or keeps his signing bonus as opposed to if he retired, he would he would have to, you know, not get all of that money. Does that 
does that am i naive to think that 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 is like the most cynical thing in the world that that kind of thing actually goes down no you're not naive uh, I, there are people in the world who would behave that way but there's absolutely nothing to suggest that uh eddie goldman or any nfl players think of that way so uh, yeah. uh you know listen uh, florio comes up with some stuff that's really good um, but, but he got his, he got in the business by, you know, generating clickbait. And uh, you know, that's, that's, to me, that's kind of what that sounds like. We're talking about Hub Arkish here on The Score. He is the Score's senior NFL insider. We're talking Bears, and we are, you know, it, it, there's not a playbook for what the Bears need to do with Justin Fields, because every quarterback is different, whatever the age is, and this is a young one. And while everybody is quick to say, do do what the Chiefs did with Mahomes and not what the Bears did with Trubisky, every quarterback is different. And the boy, that's learning curve and the way a quarterback learns. And Mahomes was a great student. He was, according to Nagy and according to Mahomes, that they, they, they're classroom synergy was the, very productive. Now, Negi wasn't there when Mahomes got out on the field and became and grew and, be, and he wasn't calling plays for him. So I don't know how the game plan is the same or misses or whatever, but the one significant part that is probably frustrating Bears fans is Mahomes sat and you're going to sit around for four months before, if as long as Andy Dalton stays healthy or he doesn't suck uh and and that's what you're going to end up with unless something might change and and we're the only thing that could change that i could see hub is matt Nagy's vision matt Nagy's grading system about who's doing what in camp uh, what am i missing I don't think you're missing anything, Steve. Uh, I mean, I, I just don't think there's much that this kid can do in camp if Dalton, and I'm assuming Nick Foles is here, and, and if, if they're both healthy, um, I, I don't think there's much Fields is going to do that's going to change that. Um, you know, we have to remember that, that, well, let me take a step back. When I look at all these young quarterbacks the last five, ten years, and I've talked at nauseum about the fact that 90% of them fail, uh, and, I, and I look for a comp for Justin Fields in terms of skill set and personality, mm-hmm. I think the guy that, that he may resemble the most is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I see a lot of similarities in him personality-wise. Uh, I think he's probably a slightly better athlete. Uh, I think he has close to the same arm talents, but, but maybe you know 3-4% less, only because I've never seen anybody other than Brett Favre with the arm talent that, that Mahomes has. Um, but, but to me, that's kind of the comp. And, and you look at what worked for him, and you look at that it was Matt Nagy who was overseeing that that first year when he was on the bench. And, and, and what Bears fans have to understand is that if you want to finally end this long quarterback nightmare, it's not about just throwing another kid out there on the field and saying, well, that's how he's going to learn. That's not the way it always works in the NFL. And, and you look at the great ones. I mean, Brady sat for a whole year. Rodgers sat for three years. Uh, you know, Breeze sat for – they all sat, you know, except for the exceptions. You know, you can find Dan Marino, Ben Roethlisberger, and Russell Wilson. I, I challenge anybody to find me another exception, and I'll rattle off five dozen who have failed, you know, trying to get on the field. And then you've got to add – 
that these are completely different situations that Fields is in than the one that Mahomes was in. The Chiefs were a legitimate contender with a quarterback playing at a Pro Bowl level. With Mitch Trubisky, you know, the Bears were coming off an awful season. That's why they had the third pick in the draft. Mike Glennon was a farce, and the team was going nowhere. So that's why Mitch ended up on the field. They didn't want him on the field that quickly, but there was no reason not to at that point. With this team, you know, whether it's Dalton, and again, I, I, I assume Foles is going to be here because it's more expensive for him not to be here. Um, uh, and so even if Dalton played poorly, I think they'd have to be tempted to give Foles a shot before they went to Fields. But but if Fields gets to the field, you know, no pun intended, um, it's because the season is, is basically over. I don't think it's going to be because they suddenly decide he's their best option. And Hub, I'll add one more thing to it. Doesn't it seem like that, and we haven't really gotten to know Justin Fields that well, but doesn't it seem like Justin Fields is – he's down with the program like it sounds like he's okay with what they're doing we don't know that for sure but it seems like he he knows there's some things that he needs to catch up on at the nfl level yeah i I think it's a combination mark of you want a guy who always thinks he's the best and wants to be on the field and i'm sure and and mitch was the same way you know in their heart of hearts yeah he wants to be on the field but he's the one who pointed out that he didn't take any snaps under center by the state, and he didn't call any plays in the huddle. Right, you know? right. So, I mean, this is a different world for him. And to assume that he's just going to go out there and get it on day one. Now, folks might wonder, well, well, how does he get that not playing? Well, if he is the number two, which we're told, uh, he's going to get some reps each week, just a few, but he's also going to be the guy running the scout team most of the time. He's going to get a chance to do those things and practice those things all week long. And, and again, I, I try and be clear on this because I think people want to pigeonhole us as to taking a position. I'm not taking a position on when or where the kid should be on the field because, hey, we haven't really even seen him in an exhibition game yet. I don't know where his starting point is, but I do know that the way most of these kids get ruined, these top 10, top 20 quarterbacks, is that they get put out there before they're not ready, and then they have some failure, and then they learn some bad habits, and the next thing you know, it's over. Or some of them, you get a Ryan Tannehill once in a while who eventually gets a second chance. So my concern is don't put him out there until he's ready. But we're not going to know how ready he is until we at least see him in the exhibition season and probably until we get a better sense of where this football team is and being ready for him. Hub, before we let you go, I want to tap into your cubness as you watch what happened to your World <laughs> Series champion. And, and, and if you're – because we are discussing what Cub fans – think what they the way they should feel what they're being told what they're and and we i pointed out the idea if you if if the rizzo the rumor while they want to sign rizzo and bias and then that means brian that means their best player is going to be told to go away and not come back so how do you how do you you view this and what do you think I've got two thoughts, Steve. The the first one is, and I instantly worried about this because I'm a football guy and I was uh, part of the Bears broadcast team at the time. And 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 when the when the Cubs finally won in '16 and looking at where they were at, I thought, God, don't let them be the '85 Bears in, in terms of you know this being the end of it. And now here we are, and it was. And I and I think in many respects this is actually a bigger failure. Because I think what happened with the 85 Bears 
is that, you know, Mike Ditka is a Hall of Famer, and a great individual, and he's a great motivator, but he wasn't a great football coach. And Jim McMahon was a joke. The Cubs don't have those excuses. You know, they, they had Joe Madden. There, there was no players, you know, who necessarily let them down. And so this is really disappointing. And, and then I get to where we're at now, and I understand with where you're at now. You've got tough decisions to make, but I cannot for the life of me understand why they would rather sign Javi Baez than Chris Bryant. It, it, I, you know why you want Rizzo. I mean, you know, he should be your captain for another seven, eight years, and, and, and he's going to be good enough that as you develop other young talent, he can still make a difference. But but I look at what you get in Baez and what you get in Rizzo, and, and I, I, I'm not sorry, Baez and, and Bryant. And yes, they're very different. There's no question about that. But but I'm going to take Bryant, you know, seven days a week and twice on Sunday over Javi, and I love Javi. It's not a negative thing. But I'm talking about the guy I can trust the most, the guy who gives me the most, and the guy who is probably the best ball player. Okay, I'm I'm with you on that. That's the guy. He just may not be as attractive to Marquis as El Mago is. Well, no, I, I just think more. it's just more. It's just more affordable and more reasonable. I just think that they don't think they can sign Chris Bryant. I think that that's but what that's, that. And guys, that's the shame of it to me because what they're really saying, and nobody wants to say it, they're just afraid of Scott Boris. And, and, and I don't think you approach these things that way because at least until you know what the market is for them, you don't give up on your ability to sign them. Uh, so I, I don't know. You know, if that's all it is, then maybe they're right because they certainly know more about it than I do. But if it's an evaluation of which player is going to give you more, I just that that's where I kind of get lost here. Okay. All right. Well. Thank you for that. The Cubs and Bears report from Habarkish. That's what we call for. <laughs> we hope you are have, found. If you are lost, yeah. oh, we hope you are found soon. That's right. Thanks, Hub. We appreciate your time. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Too. See you, Hub. Habarkish scores senior NFL insider and the Ubermacher at Shaw Media and football. What was another word you football. used, too? The, the means old person, A.K. <laughs> oh, I've never heard does that word. does not mean ace-king, although it does mean ace-king for, for some people, but it's... Um, okay. It means old Ulta, person. wait, U-L-T-A, Cocker? Yeah, old Cocker, oh. yeah. yeah. Old That's Cocker. Okay. Yeah. So okay. we'll take a break when we come back. There is, by the way, we have we have. There's an update to what we had told you about Lance Lynn's contract, the yeah. two-year extension, 38 million, and the reports are now the club holds an option for 2024. So in 2024, the 18 million dollar option held by the White Sox could become a one million dollar buyout. But anyways, okay. Lance Lynn, all-star, locked up. For, Great move. Yes, Great move. Yes. For 2022 and 23. So there you go. That's, that's, and what, perfect. He's just perfect for the south side. And perfect for that rotation. And there you go. Um, we're we're going to do what are you doing, Wagner? We have, we have sound and fury and we may have finally, finally have settled the Michael Jordan, LeBron, jo- LeBron James argument. So we'll oh, get to all that in a way. Great. We are Saturday Suckage, of course. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast oh what are you doing you gotta be beeping me what are you doing wagner what in the hell are you doing that is so bad that is absolutely brutal that just tells you he has blue here's an umpire in the american league knows nothing about the game of baseball you gotta be kidding me <laughs> wow. It was more than I was expecting. All right. That was. Must that be the phenom producing coffee. today. Yeah, after the Mondavi wine. Yeah, that was a thing. Okay. <laughs> welcome in, welcome back. Steve Rosenblum, Mark Cody with you. What are you doing, Wegner? We're here till 2 o'clock. Cody Decker on after us. Cubs baseball after Cody. And um, we'll talk about that in a little while. But first, we have it. We have it. We know we finally figured out how to parse, compare. We have an actual decision on MJ versus LeBron James. And it comes from Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. In 1996, Space Jam came out 44%. It got a 44% rating on 
Rotten Tomatoes. Yesterday, Space Jam, A New Legacy with LeBron came out. So Michael set it, set the, set the bar 44% in the 90s. And yesterday, Space Jam, A New Legacy came out with LeBron James. And Rotten Tomatoes has it at 31%. It's over. It's over. MJ yes. over LeBron in a route, really, when you think about it. So That proves it. That And yeah. that extends to the basketball court and everywhere else. In it case does. You were it does. That's it. Championship ring for a 44% Rotten Tomatoes rating. <laughs> I just wanted to share, make sure that everybody knew it was over. It's all over. All uh, over. It's decided. Yeah, it's decided. That's fantastic. So, you know, um, we all know about Liam Hendricks's stuff from the All-Star game where he thought he was mic'd up and then he believed he wasn't mic'd up because he wasn't hearing anything in his earpiece. And he was still dropping some very dirty language that was aired during the All-Star game on Fox. I assume you've heard all of that, Stevie Sunshine. Yes. Right. So, you know, he's just cooling off from that. And so yesterday, Liam Hendricks, the White Sox fine closer, was nice enough to come on the score on the afternoon show, the Parkins and Spiegel show, which happened to have been hosted yesterday by Chris Ranji and yours truly, Mark Grody. We had Liam Hendricks on. And um, here's a little question I asked him. You guys hosting the the Houston Astros tonight, a team which unfortunately for you guys swept you guys in four games in June. You guys were outscored twenty seven to eight. You guys feel that? I mean, will that be something that will be in your heads tonight? Oh, I don't care. I mean, congratulations, you swept us in June. Well, who gives? A <laughs> to be honest, I mean, at the end of the day, it's you move forward. I don't care what a, se- a series was before because at the end of the day, I don't think like I was with the A's last year. I don't think we. Lost a see. I think we, I think it was like ten to one or however much it was against the Astros, and then they came and whooped our ass in the in the ALCS or the ALDS. So it it doesn't matter. The biggest thing that matters for us now is taking advantage of kind of go out there and win a division. I don't care who we're playing. I don't care the fact that if we beat up on on teams sub five hundred and whatever it is, as long as we're hot when we get to October, and hopefully we uh, were able to clinch a division. Hopefully we're able to kind of get there. But that's the biggest thing is as long as we're hot. At the end of the season, that's all that matters to me. By the way, you're not. This is not Joe Buck, so you can't. You can't. And your earpiece is working fine. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we we thought it was, and I don't even. I still don't know if Liam Hendricks realizes that that he used the word that that he used because his response to 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 me making the Joe Buck uh-huh. joke it just it was incongruent with his response. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I love the response. But I did not. Congratulations, like the just was in June. Uh, who gives? <laughs> That's a true thing. And, you know, the the uh, miking up of Liam Hendricks, it, it struck me. That I'll, let me run this by you. I'll see if you agree, okay. disagree, or maybe right. it has nothing to do with it. But it struck me as yet Fox not showing nearly its ignorance, at, nearly the ignorance that ESPN does and completely not just ignoring the White Sox, but just being stupid about them, too, when they do acknowledge them because they – frequently leave the White Sox off lists of Chicago yeah. teams that won championships, right? ESPN right. has no idea the White Sox played there. If you are a... But but Fox is... Here's where I think Fox's mistake was. And or Fox was exposed as having no clue about the White Sox, who they are, what they're about, what their players are about. 
Would anybody with a broadcast license, perhaps in jeopardy, put a mic on Liam Hendricks when he's pitching? Great Would point. anybody in Chicago do that, knowing what you know in just simply half a season? Would you? I don't know. Is it as Matt Spiegel coined out-of-town stupid? <laughs> uh, exactly right. And Spiegel's right on that. And it, and it's true. Yeah. It's just how little... How, how could anybody claim they've done research or be knowledgeable about the White Sox when you're in a mic up this guy who is just Captain Potty Mouth all over the place? And, that, and he does it. He's not yelling at the batter or the opposing team. He's yelling at himself or at the frustration of what, whatever pitch he didn't execute, whatever play he didn't make. That's It's all him, but still. Right. That's going out over the airwaves. It's, this just shows they don't have, they have no idea. No idea. Fox is not as dumb as ESPN, but they're in the team picture. Steve, do you have a dog? No, it's dogs out. In the, I have the window open and the dogs out oh. there because we're, we're dog friendly. We like dogs barking oh. and playing and it sounds, it sounds happy. Dogs are happy. I, no, it does sound happy. It's, it's ambient sound. I, I love it. I just thought maybe you had a dog and I, I was excited to hear that you might have a dog, but yeah, no. you don't have a dog. Um, you know what I do have, though? I have this wonderful, have? with the Astros in town, the and Jose Altuve, David Murphy, who played for the Red Sox in Texas, most notably, and also played for the Angels. Um, he was on a Rangers broadcast when they're playing. The Rangers were playing the Astros. And he had the most wonderful story to tell about Jose Altuve, and here it is. Well, I do have a funny story in regard to that, though. So... Jose Altuve, the last year of my career, I was playing for the Angels. And we were playing against the Astros. And at the time, one of my sons was four years old. And he was just starting to get to the point where he was starting to watch the game. Mm -hmm. And so he looks out and he sees Jose Altuve at second base. And he says, hey, that's not fair. And my wife said, what? He said, how come that kid gets to play? That's one of the better stories that I will never forget. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. He's a four-year-old kid. Hey, that kid gets to play. And he's Some of that. Yeah. can say the same thing about little Nicky Madrigal, too, probably. Yeah, Somebody right. Yeah, same, uh, same types of guy. Hey, how about another, while we're, this is going to be perfect, because it's Liam Hendricks again. And since in honor of Lance Lynn getting a two-year extension from the White Sox, which if you haven't heard, he did today, Liam Hendricks has um, has a nickname or a, a good description of both of both Lance Lynn and and Carlos Rodon for that matter too. Having four of us here with him being added uh, has, has been huge. I mean, we had the the Girth brothers originally with uh, with the Los Lance Lynn or the Los Lance Liam thing going on, but um, yeah, it's it's a good group, and we we keep each other lighthearted. We keep making fun of each other at all times. We just got done with some photos where the entire time was pretty much just pushing each other out of the way to get the glow lights. <laughs> we had the the Girth brothers. The Girth brothers. The Stevie Girth Sunshine. brothers. I love that. I'd not heard that. I knew somebody was walking around the All-Star lecterns and podia asking, and, and specifically asked Lance Lynn and Liam Hendricks, who curses more on the mound? And put it together, and then Lance Lynn, or Liam Hendricks said, well, I probably curse more. He grunts more. He grunts louder. <laughs> yeah, he, he looks grunt. like a grunter. I love the Girth Brothers. That's, That's awesome. Great. Somebody designed the a Girth poster, Bros. and then you got some marketing, and there you go. 
Right, and like girth is not a bad word, you know what I mean? Girth is like, it's girth! Having four of us here with Tim being added uh, has, has been huge. I mean, we had the, the Girth Brothers originally. <laughs> we, should get, we should get the I'm Fat podcast guys to weigh in. You should pardon a phrase on, on the Girth Brothers. Yeah, how do they feel about girth, right? I mean, I, I think that probably goes against everything they believe in, though, right? Because the, they're fat. It's the I'm no, Fat as long as you embrace, But as long as you embrace it, they're all about husky, chubby, and they've, they've okay. often said that you, you could have a, you could be a normie with the right frame of mind. As long as, yeah. you, as long as you embrace the fat philosophy. I got okay. I got, maybe we'll have Rick Camp on next week or Jay Zawoski to. I am absolutely fat. <laughs> there, there you go. So did you? Game with the BBC. Did you hear Dave Jouse on with Molly and Haw? I did not hear him. I didn't know they had him on. I think it was it was with Molly and Haw, but I know Dave. Oh, Jouse, that's cool, man. He was the Dave All-Star Jouse. game pitcher, the home run derby pitcher, right? He's Pete Alonzo's pitcher for the last couple of years, and he just keeps throwing home runs. And I don't know, it's worth a lot of money to Pete Alonzo, who makes one twice as much, probably twice as much in the home run hitting home run derby as he makes all in his in his uh, part of his salary. But the <clears throat> the name Joust might seem familiar to. Alta Cocker, Chicago sports fans. His father was Bill Jouse. I wrote remember. for the Tribune, legendary guy. And he was on Sports Writers on TV. Did you ever watch Sports Writers on of TV? Course, of course. Okay, of course. I didn't know. I, I'm just trying to, to trace this. I was on it. Mully was on it. It, it featured um, Bill Gleason. Bill Gleason and, and Smokey a Cigar. And um, it, Rick Tallender. Right, Rick Rick Tallender was on it for a while, and Joe Mushel. He also smoked cigars, yep. and uh, Bill Jouse. And then there were rotating people, and, and Molly did some, I did some, and it was it was a joy to be there with guys that you were just, um, you know, you knew were legends, and you 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 couldn't be couldn't feel more normal around them, and you just talk sports. Plus, I got to smoke. That was back when you could smoke cigars. Because oh, yeah. <clears throat> Gleason did, so we did it on on the set. Anyways, uh, Tyler Kepner of the New York Times uh, caught up with the New York Mets, the guy throwing to the New York Mets star Pete Alonso, and I hadn't heard this. This is maybe a, a a failure in my cultural zeitgeist. That sports writers on TV inspired the super fans on SNL. Really? I had not heard. I talked to. Um, Robert Smigel and and we've talked a lot about how that came to be and it was I'd never heard sports writers on TV invoked I knew that the the uh, aviator glasses and the way they sounded and and the heart attacks and all that kind of stuff I'd never <laughs> heard that so God, the, the the super fans and Tyler Kepner asked which one was your dad <laughs> and quickly, Dave Jow says, "Oh, he was Farley." <laughs> wow. I have. I wanted to share this Bill Jow story as long as Dave's in the news because yeah. Bill Jow was a again a legend, and the sports writers on TV um, helped make it. I I knew that Jow would tell a story, and when he told two stories, he told one is, and both involved college, one football, one basketball. College basketball was. He showed up, and I don't know if it was a DePaul-Georgetown game, but it involved John Thompson. And 
Joust is asking a question. I don't know if it was the NCAA um, or whatever it was. And John Thompson looks at him and goes, he wouldn't answer his question. He goes, you guys make me so mad. I throw my towel at the television set. This is instead of answering a question in like a post-game or a pre-game. That's what John Thompson was doing. Because it wasn't, it wasn't, a, it, it didn't proliferate the way it does now, where there's all these talking yeah. heads. They were in the talking heads. And John Thompson yeah. is, Joust asked a question, and Thompson, John Thompson said, I'm so mad at you guys. I, I get throw my towel at the television. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. The other awesome. one was, Joust, Joust and I, uh, I was at the Tribune, Joust is at, I was at the Sun-Times, Joust is at the Tribune, and we were covering a Northwestern game at Boston College. And this was not... This, this was a bad Northwestern team under Gary Barnett, and I don't even remember if Boston College was good or not. They didn't have to be. It was like 49 nothing, and that was it. So we go back up to right, we're done, and and out, but Boston College, the, the, the university is not anywhere near where we're staying downtown. And Jow says, we'll give you a ride. We're staying downtown, we'll give you a ride. Um, he and Kenny, Kenny went, his wife went, Kenmar went everywhere with him. He said, great. Wonderful. I appreciate that. Where you parked on BC's campus was on the tennis courts. <laughs> they paved over tennis courts. Jesus. And after this game that was really non, it, it was non-compete, it was a non-contact kind of thing. It was 49 nothing. We're walking out with Bob Ryan. Bob Ryan's a legendary writer for the Boston uh-huh. Globe, right? Sure. Yeah. And you saw him on one of the Sunday Talking Head show on ESPN. Him and Lupica and uh, Machabum yeah. and right. So I we're walking. Yeah. The three of us are walking with Bob Ryan, and there happened to be the last four tailgaters, post-game tailgaters at Boston College, and we're walking with this Boston Globe legend, and they're yelling at us, and I couldn't quite hear. And we get closer to them. And they're yelling at Joust to come have a beer with them. There's Bob Ryan. <laughs> they're yelling at uh-huh. Joust, this guy they see on television. And uh-huh. I can see there's only one other car, and it's Kenny, and she's at the far end of the tennis courts parked. And Joust walks over and has a beer with them. A leisurely wow. beer. I'm standing there thinking, That's fantastic. Kenny is going to... And she... She must have gotten used to this. There was no, there was nothing I saw when we finally got in the car. But Joust gets called over instead of the Boston media legend, and he has a beer with these guys while his wife is waiting that's to inc- give us a run. That's incredible. That's yeah. awesome. I, I love that's, hearing those, the stories of uh, of you and your old, the the older crew. The what do you call it? the the what car, the the, the Altacockers? Alta Cockers. <laughs> yes. The word of the day, well, boys was, and girls. That was the whole joust thing. So I have, and, and for the, the new ones, I have this. Before we'll end Wagner this way. A mother in New Zealand named her children, are you sitting down, Metallica, Slayer, and oh, Pantera. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. The mom told the journalist uh, in a webworm newsletter, newsletter, David Ferrier was the writer, it's not easy raising three of the heaviest bands. But (laughs) New Zealand's registrar general said there are no restrictions on naming babies after bands or albums as long as the word is not generally considered to be offensive and does not resemble an official rank or title. Metallica's middle name is... 
and justice for all. <laughs> and the mother in the photo that was tweeted out, she's holding a crossbow. So all I can say is, be good kids. Listen to mom. Wow. That's all yeah. I got to say. Oh, hells <laughs> yeah. Metallica, Slayer, and Pantera. That's incredible. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll take a break and do whatever we got to do to fill time before real radio starts. Okay? All right? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Steve, okay. sounds great. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Yay. It's Mark Grody. I'm Steve Rosenblum. Saturday second, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. <laughs> I'm a big bastard. That's how I know. For two more years, Lance Lynn signs with the White Sox, two-year extension, $38 million. Club option for the third year, $18 million, $1 million buyout. That's the news today. A.J. Pierzynski will be back on the south side tonight. Fox Sports doing Sox Astros. And the Cubs will be playing 310 here on the score. It was supposed to be a night game. But then the dog-ass Diamondbacks saw the Suns were scheduled for Game 5 of the NBA Finals. And I don't know why that matters. They moved up the time of the game. I don't know why it matters. Cub fans will show up whenever you put the Cubs out on the field. So they'll be playing this afternoon. After us, after Saturday suckage, is Cody Decker, followed by Zach's pregame show. And then Pat and Ron calling Cubs Diamondbacks with Albert Alzali and his 4.66 ERA and his 9.73 OPS with left-handed batters. That's not good, Mark. Just to clarify, that's not good. It's not good, but you know what? Cubs had a good win last night. Terrible team, bad barometer, but they had a nice... Kyle Hendricks has has been terrific, so I'm going to end it on a positive note. All righty then. If nobody important listen, we'll be back next week. Thank Vinny Duber and Habarkish. Thank you for listening, texting, all that other kind of stuff. Cody Decker's next on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. It wouldn't have been possible if we weren't here to be told how much we suck. So kudos to you guys for sucking as bad as we do. Yes, wait, wait a minute, minute Mr. Post. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. it. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 